Hello, friends. Thank you for joining me on The Daily Dose. Hello again, my friends, and welcome back to another episode. Today is Thursday, September 23rd, and our episode title is Rejoice in the Lord Always. Let us pray. Father God, we just want to thank you for another day that you have blessed us with. Father, we ask that you will send the Holy Spirit right now to fill our hearts so we can understand and we can apply to our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. One of the most used apps on our smartphone is Google Maps. Most of us cannot remember what we did before GPS-based maps existed on our phones. We may be nervous heading towards a place that we have never been to before. But with Google Maps on our phones, we can confidently venture out and find our way in any foreign city. Could this confidence be an illustration of the kind of rest God wants to give us with his prophetic timetable? Sometimes, however, We may enter the wrong address into our apps, or we may just decide not to follow the directions because we think we know a shortcut. In either case, we may end up somewhere we didn't want to be, and most definitely not in a restful frame of mind either. Let's read Philippians chapter 4 verses 4 to 6. What is Paul saying here to us about the way to have true rest, true peace, even amid a harried and painful world? Philippians 4, 4 to 6 reads, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. In nothing be anxious, but in everything By prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. In this passage, Paul is not saying to rejoice always in all trials that you are facing. Instead, he is saying rejoice in the Lord always, no matter our present situation, no matter what trials we are facing. If we dwell on God, on his goodness, his love, and on his sacrifice on the cross for us, we can rejoice in him and have peace for our weary souls. Just the very tone of the text implies rest, peace, and a transcendent hope of something beyond this world. Imagine too, the kind of rest for our souls that we would have if Indeed, we could be anxious for nothing. This hardly seemed realistic for anyone in this world. Even Paul had plenty of worries. But again, knowing that a loving God is ultimately in control and will save us into his kingdom can surely help us put the things that we are anxious about into proper perspective. The Lord is at hand, that is, he is always close to us. And as soon as we close our eyes and rest 
in the sleep of death, the next thing we know is the return of Christ. This is simply because death is like sleep. No question, life is full of tensions, trials, and struggles. None of us escape them. Certainly, the Apostle Paul didn't either. Let us see 2 Corinthians chapter 11. 2 Corinthians 11 I wish you would bear with me in a little foolishness. Do bear with me, for I feel a divine jealousy for you, since I betrothed you to one husband, to present you as a pure virgin to Christ. But I am afraid that as the serpent deceived Eve by his cunning, your thoughts will be led astray from a sincere and pure devotion to Christ. For if someone comes and proclaims another Jesus than the one we proclaimed, or if you receive a different spirit from the one you received, or if you accept a different gospel from the one you accepted, you put up with it readily enough. Indeed, I consider that I am not in the least inferior to these super-apostles. Even if I am unskilled in speaking, I am not so in knowledge. Indeed, in every way we have made this plain to you in all things. Or did I commit a sin in humbling myself so that you might be exalted because I preached God's gospel to you free of charge? I robbed other churches by accepting support from them in order to serve you. And when I was with you and was in need, I did not burden anyone, for the brothers who came from Macedonia supplied my need. So I refrained and will refrain from burdening you in any way. As the truth of Christ is in me, this boasting of mine will not be silenced in the regions of Achaia. And why? Because I do not love you? God knows I do. And what I do, I will continue to do, in order to undermine the claim of those who would like to claim that in their boasted mission, they work on the same terms as we do. For such men are false apostles, deceitful workmen, disguising themselves as apostles of Christ. And no wonder, for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. So it is no surprise if his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness, their end will correspond to their deeds. I repeat, let no one think me foolish. But even if you do, accept me as a fool, so that I too may boast a little. What I am saying with this boastful confidence, I say not with the Lord's authority, but as a fool. Since many boast according to the flesh, I too will boast. For you gladly bear with fools, being wise yourselves, for you bear it if someone makes slaves of you, or devours you, or takes advantage of you, or puts on airs, or strikes you in the face. To my shame, I must say, we were too weak for that. But whatever anyone else dares to boast of, I am speaking as a fool, I also dare to boast of that. Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they offspring of Abraham? So am I. Are they servants of Christ? I am a better one. I am talking like a madman, with far greater labors, far more imprisonments, with countless beatings and often near death. Five times I received at the hands of the Jews the forty lashes less one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked, a night and a day I was adrift at sea. On frequent journeys in danger from rivers, 
Danger from robbers. Danger from my own people. Danger from Gentiles. Danger in the city. Danger in the wilderness. Danger at sea. Danger from false brothers. In toil and hardship through many a sleepless night. In hunger and thirst, often without food. In cold and exposure. And apart from other things, there is the daily pressure on me of my anxiety for all the churches. Who is weak and I am not weak? Who is made to fall and I am not indignant? If I must boast, I will boast of the things that show my weakness. The God and Father of the Lord Jesus, He who is blessed forever, knows that I am not lying. At Damascus, the governor under King Aretas was guarding the city of Damascus in order to seize me. But I was let down in a basket through a window in the wall and escaped his hands. Nevertheless, his point is to tell us that even with all that we endure now, we can rejoice in what we have been given in Christ. And indeed, we can find rest for souls even now. Read Philippians chapter 4, verse 4 to 6 again. In what ways can you apply these wonderful words to your experience right now in whatever trials and tribulations you are facing? Father God, we are so thankful that we can come to you with our trials and our tribulations and you can give us peace. Help us, Father, to trust in you, knowing that you can send us the Holy Spirit of comfort. Only if we ask, through Jesus' name we pray, amen.